Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, The Vision Principle. And this is Pastor Jack Irvin. Just to welcome you here as we share today. And I've been talking about kingdom a lot. And today I'm going to talk about kingdom shift in how we see. You know, it's amazing how that when you really walk with the Lord in your right relationship or how the Lord begins to speak to you about how we see things. And I'm reminded of a famous scripture. It's in the Old Testament in the chapter 16 of 1 Samuel. It reads kind of like this. It says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Look not on his countenance or the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man sees, for Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. This is the story when the prophet Samuel was being told to go to the house of David in Bethlehem. And after the Lord had rejected Saul as king of Israel, and he was going to anoint one of Jesse's sons. And, of course, Saul was that big strapping, some people leave 6'6", six, six at least, and David was small, and what the word says in King James, ruddy. But God looks at things differently, and when he comes to live in us, he really begins to transform how we see things. If you're really walking with the Lord, and my book, The Vision Principle, which is a book designed to help people find their vision, is that we have to see things the way that God sees them. And sometimes we have a really difficult time seeing our future because we think, well, God doesn't really have a future for us, but he does. He has a heavenly vision for us. But years ago, the Lord taught me a valuable lesson. It was probably about... Uh, Oh, I would say close to well over 20 years ago, I was involved in a jail ministry. And one of the things we started doing was meeting in a building to pray. It was in the city of Euclid, Ohio. And we had been praying for on a weekly basis for several weeks. And the Lord said, okay, I want you to go out on the streets and I'm going to send you some people and I want you to minister to them. We were with two other brothers, dear friends of mine. And so we go out. And God's really moving. We meet this blind guy. And of course, we, we begin to pray for him. And he gives his heart to the Lord. And the police show up, think we're robbing him. It's a long story. But we're walking down the street to three of us. And this is a great lesson. And we walk past two girls. One of them was kind of chunky looking, didn't look too great. And one was kind of... Uh, dragging her foot she was disabled she was kind of crippled and we walked right by him the lord spoke to us stop turn around and talk to those two girls and you know sometimes when we're ministering for the lord we walk by the perfect people because they don't look like much and we miss the will of God for what God is trying to do in us and through us. So we went back, and one of the brothers, the Lord had actually revealed the name of one of the persons we were going to touch when we went on the streets. 
And so he turned and asked her, and of course it turned out to be the same name. And then in conversation with these two, we ended up taking them back to the, the place where we were praying, and the one girl got saved, and the one girl got saved. Her name was Jean. And Jean talked like this. In other words, and she just looked like she was disheveled. She looks like she, the world had taken its toll on her. She was crippled. Her arm was curled up. Her feet were curled up. She could barely walk. And we almost missed talking to her because that night she gave her heart to Jesus. And I remember asking her, would you like to give your heart to Jesus? And I said, if you do want to, just ask Jesus to save you. And I remember being so convicted because we were going to walk right by and we would have missed another person in the kingdom of God that day. And she cried out and she goes, Jesus save me. And, of course, she stayed with us for several weeks. We used to have meetings, and she came, and she would sing, and she'd sing, Hallelujah! And I remember feeling the presence of the Lord when she was around because her heart was so turned to the Lord. But we almost missed the opportunity to meet Jean, the opportunity to minister unto her, because... Just like most believers and people in the world, we don't really see things the way God sees them. You know, there's another scripture, I think it's in, uh, it's in Ephesians chapter 1, I think it's in verse 18. Let me read this to you as I turn to it. But it's what many people call an apostolic prayer. It's a prayer from Paul in the book of Ephesians, verse 18. It says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. But if you read this in Amplified, it reads like this. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints, his set-apart ones. It talks here about the eyes of your heart. And in some translation, it says the eyes of your mind or your understanding. And, you know, we would think that your heart would have eyes, your heart would feel, but you, you can see with your heart, you can see with your spirit. And today, I, I really want to encourage every believer that's listening to this podcast today. When you walk in right relationship with the king, Everything about your vision changes. You see through the eyes of your heart. You see through the eyes of a heart that Jesus has put in you. It's the place, you know, your heart is the place of revelation. You understand with your heart, you think with your mind, and we need to renew our minds, but the word says we renew the spirit of mind. That's our heart. That's what you believe, and that's where the Lord, with his Holy Spirit and your spirit, commune. And it's so important that we learn how to see the way the Lord sees things. You know, God's not impressed with how people look externally. We're so enamored with that. You see all the TV commercials where people constantly look, 
you know, oh, I, I want to look like this. And so people try to die to look perfectly. But see, God doesn't look at things that way. Yes, we need to exercise. Yes, we need to be concerned about how we look. But God sees the heart. He doesn't see as a man sees. Do you see that way? I want to encourage you when you're, if you're a preacher, if you're fivefold, or if you're a pastor, teacher, make it a habit to look into people's eyes. And you can see, if you're a prophet and you prophesy over people, don't be in such a hurry to hear what God is saying. Take your time. Look into a person's eyes. It's the window of the soul. You can begin to see and hear what God sees. Sometimes you look into a person's eyes and they're really wounded. And you know that God wants you to bring the healing virtue of his love and his comfort. Sometimes you look into a person's eyes and they'll be absolutely depressed, discouraged. And they're waiting for someone to give them a word that's fitly spoken. It is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Sometimes you look into a person's eyes and they're absolutely lonely. And they don't necessarily need a word from the Lord. They need a big hug from God. They need to know God loves them. They need to know that God is for them. You know, this verse in in verse 18 of chapter 1 of Ephesians, there's an interesting context here. And the context is the end of this verse. And it says, What the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. You know, there's something that happens when we gather together that doesn't happen when we're all alone. Most of the time in the Word, the promises are corporate promises. We can take them individually, and yes, we can apply it that way. But there's something about being together with His body. Even if it's a group of misfits, even if it's a group of people that are rejected. You know, if you want to build a church, if you want to grow a church, go after the people that the world would despise. Go after the people that no one likes to be around. Because that's probably the people that Jesus would send you to. You know, there there comes a time in our walk with the Lord where we can only ask God for things for ourselves so much. You still praying the same prayers you prayed 10 years ago? It's time for us to grow up. It's time for us to see with a kingdom perspective. When we see as Jesus sees, we see totally different than the people around us. Make it a habit to slow down, be slow to speak, quick to listen. And I would even say quick to see how God sees things. God sees you totally different than you see yourself. God's not finished with you yet. God has a future for you. Maybe you just need some encouragement today. Email me at pastorjack at thevisionprinciple.com or you can call me at my cell number, which if I text somebody over this podcast, you can call me. I want to encourage you today. God's got a great future for you. Maybe you're discouraged as a minister Your church isn't working out. You need to see things the way God sees. See, God's not after your success. You can have success in God, but God's after your faithfulness. Are you majoring on the wrong things? You know, maybe you need deliverance today and you're looking at all your problems, all your failures, 
all the devil's trying to oppress you, but you're looking at the wrong thing. What God sees is this. He is able to deliver. He's already delivered you. You need to focus on what he's already done. He set you free. You need to meditate on doing what he says, and you'll be able to walk in freedom. I pray today the Lord would give us eyes to see how he sees. Lord, don't let us get caught up in the trap of looking at people and missing the divine appointments you have for us to reach people, to touch people. Jesus looked out over the people and he was moved with compassion because he saw them without a shepherd. So many people are lost. My, my life call now is to help people find their vision. And many times when they don't know their vision, the reason they're, they don't have a vision is because they're so hurt and wounded on the inside. They just think, well, I could never be used by God. But that is not true. Jesus looks at the heart. He sees your heart. He knows if you have a wounded heart, he wants to heal you. He wants to set you free. He wants to make you whole. He wants to put you in a body that people will love you and be related to you. He wants you to know that he loves you with an everlasting love. So today, be a courage. Jesus, touch your people today. Lord, for all the pastors out there, give us all eyes to see, Lord, how you see. Lord, teach us the lessons that you taught me with Jean all those years ago. When she cried out to you, save me, Jesus. What a precious time that was when she gave her heart to the Lord. But we almost miss that, Lord. Don't let us miss our divine appointments. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen.